Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2448. Seven Smart Tips to Spend Less So You Can Live More. Part one by Nicole Hill of marriagekidsandmoney.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. I have a bit of a longer post, so I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's dive into part one and start optimizing your life. Seven Smart Tips to Spend Less So You Can Live More, part one, by Nicole Hill of marriagekidsandmoney.com. When Andy and I decided to become debt-free, I got excited, then depressed, then excited again. You see, I was excited about the fact that we were going to change our family tree, vacation a lot, and do all these things we were dreaming up. However, I also knew that if we were going to realize these dreams, we had some very tight years ahead. Ultimately, I decided the short-term loss would be worth the long-term gain, and I started figuring out ways to start spending less. Now, even though I was never what I'd call a shopaholic, I was definitely used to spending what I made. I thought as long as I didn't carry a balance on my credit card, I was being financially savvy. What I didn't factor in was things like retirement, kids' college funds, having the ability to be a stay-at-home mom, allowing my husband to retire early, being able to donate to charities. You know, the things you don't really think about when you're in your 20s. And if you do, awesome. And please tell me what your parents did so I can replicate that with my kids. So without further ado, here are the behavioral changes I've made in my life to help me spend less overall so my family can realize all these dreams we have. Some are simple tricks I use on myself, and others are a little bigger, like shifting my focus and mindset. Here are seven tips that I use to spend less so that my family can have more. Number one, spend more to buy less. This sounds odd, I know, but let me explain. Sometimes I spend $4 on a gallon of milk even though it should cost $2. This is because I opt to buy it at the local convenience store instead of the large grocery store down the street. Sure, it might cost half the price at the grocery store, but I know if I step foot in there, I'll likely see a new kind of cheese I'd like to try. Pick up some sushi from the sushi bar because I'm hungry and it looks delicious. Oh, and I need those beautiful flowers over there. Those would really brighten up my kitchen. Before I know it, that $2 in savings on my gallon of milk just cost me $30 in extra purchases I didn't plan. 
So sometimes I spring for the convenience fee if I only need one or two items. That way I'm not tempted by the tens of thousands of other items at a larger store. Number two, make a list. I know, I know, you've heard this one a hundred times, right? You know why you've heard it so many times? Because it works. It does take some planning and a little bit of discipline, but it also makes each trip to the store more stress-free and you end up with less unplanned purchases. My husband and I have a shared note on our iPhones titled Groceries, and we can both add to it. When I go to the store, I pull it out and start the scavenger hunt. Think supermarket sweep. Remember that gem from the 90s? You could do whatever works for you. Create a list in your notes section in your phone or use the old paper and pencil method. Just make sure you remember to bring it with you to the store and then you can put your brain on autopilot once you're there. Number three, buy only things you love. This pertains more to clothing and home goods than groceries and toiletries. The gist here is don't buy it if you're not crazy about it. I've fallen into the trap of buying clothes because they're on sale and I think I'll wear them. What happens is every time I go to get dressed, I choose one of my other favorite items instead of that thing I purchased because it was a really good deal. I've given things to charity with the tag still on. I've spent $50 on a shirt before, but worn it a hundred times. That's 50 cents per wear. I've also bought a shirt for $10 and worn it once. That's $10 per wear. In this case, my more expensive purchase was a better deal because I really liked it. Remember, it's not a good deal if you never end up using it. Number four, don't window shop. I mean, really, are you looking for ways to torture yourself? If you're trying to eat healthy, is it really wise to drop into the Godiva store just to see what they have? The same principle applies to shopping. I know that if I stroll into the clothing, shoe, or home goods section at Target, I will find things that I suddenly feel the need to own. So instead of expecting myself to be so disciplined in not buying things, I find it easier to not even allow myself to see the things I might want. It's a mind game. It's easier to say no if you don't even know what you're saying no to. So what I do is make a conscious effort to avoid other aisles if I'm only there for diapers and don't have any extra fun money left in the budget that month. If I do have some money for the month, I let myself look and buy. And believe me, I always find something to buy. Number five, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Seven Smart Tips to Spend Less So You Can Live More by Nicole Hill of marriagekidsandmoney.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. 
And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. I think getting good with money involves aligning the way we spend all of our resources with the things we value and constantly questioning our assumptions around what is valuable. It reminds me of this concept of the American dream, which originated as an ideal where every person has the right to pursue his or her unique version of happiness. But I think many of us can't help but notice that it has devolved over time into something entirely different something rooted in excessive consumerism. I think that's why George Carlin once said, quote, the reason they call it the American dream is because you have to be asleep to believe it, end quote. When you put yourself in the financial position to disconnect a bit from the rat race, you open up space in your life to start asking bigger questions about your unique version of happiness. Rather than asking, how am I gonna pay my bills this month? Or what kind of material luxury am I going to buy today? You can start asking questions like, how do I want to spend my time? Who do I want to spend it with? And what do I want to create in the world? And fostering the ability to enjoy the simple things in life and appreciate the material abundance you already have is a step in the right direction to be able to ask these bigger questions. You only get one life. And I think a lot of satisfaction comes from being in the position to actively create your life rather than to passively consume while your life passes you by. Well, that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and a great weekend. And I'll see you on the Saturday show tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.